You're listening to a podcast from Victory. As leaders, we must be mindful of the next generation. Learn more in week five of Rise and Fall. We are here today para po tapusin ang ating series na Rise and Fall. Kung kayo po ay nakakasunod sa ating uh, series, thank God for that. And how about doon sa mga hindi po nakakasunod, you may continue uh, to listen to our series, okay? Sa pamagitan po ng uh, pagpunta po sa aming website, meron pong podcast doon na nakalink po doon yung mga previous uh, episodes po ng series na ito at other series as well. I just want to take this opportunity also to thank our listeners sa podcast. Okay, international po. Okay, umaabot na tayo sa ibang bansa. And if you have any feedbacks, comments, suggestions, you may email us or you may send a personal message on our Facebook account. And again, series of Rise and Fall, ito po ay isang leadership series na pinag-usapan natin yung first week about Abimelech, about personal sacrifices, that yung pagiging leader dapat mayroong sacrifice na ginagawa. And the second week also, pinag-usapan po natin si King Saul, okay? Nasabi nga, a leader's downfall begins when he exalts himself rather than exalting God. And later, makikita pa rin natin yan. The third week, my favorite character as well, si David, King David. Pinag-usapan po natin na a leader's biggest defeat happens in the seemingly insignificant battles sa buhay na ito. That's the life of David. Last week, in-explain ni Pastor Jonathan about the life of Solomon, about the wisdom na meron siya. Si Solomon po ang uh, pinaka matalino na nabuhay dito sa mundong ito. God gave him something uh, different, really, different wisdom. Binigay ng Diyos sa kanya. And today, we're gonna talk about the life of Hezekiah. Kilala niyo po ba si Hezekiah? Okay, for, for some of us, maybe not. But again, pag-uusapan po natin si Hezekiah. It's about a leader's failure is failing to prepare for the future. About succession. Okay? Success and succession. And speaking of succession, actually, tinanong po ako, tinanong ko yung lolo ko, ay, okay lang po ba magkwento ako ng personal na buhay ko? It's okay. Atin natin lang po, ah. Ha? Walang lalabas ito. Okay? Tinanong ko yung lolo ko, lolo, paano ba maging successful? Actually, sinagot po ako ng lolo ko. Gusto kong pakilala sa inyo. Ito po yung lolo ko, no? Sabi ko sa kanya, Lolo, then, <laughs> siya po si Don Jaime. Actually, tinatanong sila ng reporter, ng media, uh, anong tinuturo mo sa mga apo mo? So, inexplain ho ni Don Jaime, ng aking lolo. Nak- <laughs> Kunyari. Sabi niya, tinuturo ko sa mga apo ko is, to follow their heart. Kinakausap niya yung mga apo niya. Sabi niya, you communicate through your techie gadgets. Yes, but never forget to communicate face-to-face. Tama ba yon? Face-to-face, communicate with people in real and face-to-face encounters. Kasi mas mahalaga yon. Kesa i-text mo lang, kesa i-message mo. Tama ba? Because you have to know what's in their heart and soul. People have feelings, people have thoughts to share. Okay, remember that Filipinos are a warm people. We like reaching out to other people. Yung dalawang apo niya, every time natatanungin yung apo niya about anong tinuturo ng lolo mo sa'yo. And they will always say this line. Sabi nila, 
tinuturo sa akin ng lolo ko is he taught us to be passionate in what we do. How about us? Ano pong tinuturo natin sa ating mga anak, sa ating mga apo, sa mga susunod na henerasyon ng ating pamilya? Ano ba yung talagang tinuturo natin? And ang tanong ko nga po ay for this particular topic is gaano ba ka-importante talaga yung mga bagay na ginagawa natin at mga desisyon na ginagawa natin para sa susunod na henerasyon? And that's what we're going to answer for this afternoon. I want you to stand up right now and open your Bible to 2 Kings chapter 20, verse 1 to 3. Basahin po natin. Verse 1, In those days, Hezekiah became sick and was at the point of death. And I said, the prophet, the son of Amos, came to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die. You shall not recover. In verse 2, Then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord, saying, Now, O Lord, please remember how I have walked before you in faithfulness and with a whole heart, and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Tulungan mo kami, Panginoon, na malaman ang iyong puso sa pamagitan ng storya ni Hezekiah. Lord, we pray, God, that it's not just knowing your word, but putting it into action. I'm sure, God, your word is powerful, and that will change our lives every day. And I pray, Lord, that if there's any mindset in this room right now, I pray, God, that you will change it into the right perspective and right purpose according to your will, to your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So titignan po natin muna, bago natin himahin itong kwento na ito, dahil ang ganda po ng kwento ni Hezekiah. I'm sure makakarelate tayo ngayon dito sa, sa, sa story niya. At the same time, yung, scenario, yung situation ngayon ng bansa natin, alam natin na bukas ay boboto na. Tama ba? Excited po ba kayong bumoto? O undecided pa rin kayo? Okay. Excited. Excited. Ako po undecided. Hindi <laughs> ko pa alam. But to be honest, I don't know. Hindi <laughs> ko pa po alam. Nagpe-pray pa rin po ako sa Panginoon. But again, going back to Hezekiah, we need to know his profile first. We need to know kung ano ba yung strength niya, yung kalakasan niya, accomplishments niya. Mamaya himayin ko pa po ito. Hezekiah was the king of Judah who investigated civil and religious forms. Marami po siyang binago dahil nga yung sinundan niyang hari, which is his dad, was really not a good king. So nung siya na yung pumalit sa tatay niya, binago niya, marami siyang binago. Okay? Na, madaming reforma. Ika nga, makaka-relate po tayo dito. Another thing is, he had a personal and growing relationship with God and develop a powerful prayer life. Sino po sa inyo ang gustong makakita ng leader natin na ganitong attitude? Na he always, what? Put his trust in God alone. Okay? He had the right relationship with God. His weaknesses. Weaknesses po, he showed a little interest or wisdom in planning for the future and protecting for others the spiritual heritage he enjoyed. And another thing, ito pa, medyo hindi okay. 
Mamaya, explain ko rin po yan kung bakit. Rashly showed all his wealth to messengers from Babylon. So, let's go back to 2 Kings chapter 18. I want you to write this down. Take notes, okay? Marami po tayong uh, sasabing uh, verses. Ito pong uh, particular chapter na to, ng chapter 18, dito natin makikita kung gaano po katapat si Hezekiah sa Panginoong Diyos. And this is the time also na patunay na he is a good and faithful king. Dito po, musbong yung kagandahan ng kanyang pagiging leader. In verse 5, He trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel, so that there was none like Him among all the kings of Judah. Wala daw katulad niya. After Him, nor among those who were, what? Before Him. Kahit before Him, wala raw katulad niya. In verse 6, For He held fast the Lord and did not depart from following Him. I would like to be Him, actually. Gusto ko pong maging katulad ni Hezekiah. Gusto ko maging tapat sa Panginoon. Okay? Following the Word of God every day. Let me continue. But kept the commandments that the Lord commanded Moses, okay? and the Lord was with him. Wherever he went out, he prospered. Ilan din po sa inyo may gustong kahit anong gawin ninyo, e pinaprosper ni Lord. Of course, we want that. Kailangan intindihin natin, ganito po musbong yung pagiging magandang leader ni Hezekiah. He began his 29-year reign at the age of 25, batang-bata. He became a king. Although si King Manasse was 12, yung Manasse is uh, kanyang anak. Gay naging king na. But again, for that particular season, no, bata po yan, at age 25, king na kagad. He also immediately opened the temple which King Ahaz, which is his father, okay, had seriously damaged and thoroughly cleansed it. So, binuksan niya ulit yung temple, yung simbahan, to open it, nilinis nila, and guess what? He opened it not just to the people, but he also reinstated Levites and priests to minister to people inside the temple. So, hindi lang po siya nagutos. Ginawa niya, tumulong din siya na maglinis doon sa temple. And another thing also, he put back the celebration of the Passover. Binalik niya ito, bakit? Which had not been properly observed in many years. And because Hezekiah put God first in everything, God prospered him. Wow, we can see that in Second Chronicles Chapter 31, verse 21. In everything, can we say everything? everything. Isa pa po, everything. everything. Okay, in everything that he undertook in the service of God's temple and in obedience to the law and the commands, he sought his God and worked wholeheartedly. And so he prospered. There are two things lang po yan. All of his, Hezekiah's uh, prosperity came about because he only did two things in his life. Ano to? Seek God and work wholeheartedly. Can we say that? Seek God. Some of us, maybe we are too lazy. Diba? Lunis. Ayaw mo ng lunis eh. Sabi mo, lunis na naman. Buti na lang, holiday. Walang pasok. Diba? Ayaw mo ng lunes, pero mas excited ka sa biyernes. 
Yay! Friday na. Tapos, nagre-reklam, ba't ganun? Ito pa rin. Ay, bakit wala pa rin promotion? Ay, bakit wala pa rin increase sa sweldo? Well, again, seek God and work wholeheartedly. Actually, dito ko rin po naintindihan yung Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things Sabi ko nga, no, I need to seek God first. Actually, yung pagkakaroon ng asawa, bonus po yun. When you seek God first. Ay, uh, ako lang po yun, okay? Because that's my life verse, verse na sa buhay ko. Before ko makita ang aking magandang asawa, ayan, love you, happy Mother's Day, pogi points. <laughs> I was really seeking God. And that's very important. And ilan po sa inyo dito ang gusto maging successful? Kano man yung ginagawa ninyo? Okay? Oh, Lord, sige po, taso niya lang. Lord, kudakan mo sila. Yan. <laughs> Ito po, hindi sikreto. Seek God first and work wholeheartedly. And that's what King Hezekiah did all of his life. I mean... Wow! Gusto ko maging ganyan. Pero ang tanong ko, ano nangyari? Bakit siya nag-fall? Bakit nag-fail yung leadership niya? Gusto niyo po bang malaman? Kung ayaw niyo, tapusin na lang natin. Let's see. We need to see Hezekiah's downfall. Unang-una, nagkaroon ho siya ng, ng pride. Missing the opportunity to maximize his second chance. Let's turn again to our uh, Bible. Okay, 2 Kings 20. Umpisan na natin tong storya niya. 2 Kings 20, chapter 20, verse 1. In those days, Hezekiah became sick and was at the point of death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, set your house in order, for you shall die, you shall not recover. So imagine this, kakatapos mo lang manood ng civil war, at meron ko nakitang kay- kaibigan sa church, okay, taga-church, at sabi, bro, may sinabi si Lord sa akin, mamamatay ka na raw. <laughs> at, anong sasabihin mo? I rebuke you in Jesus' name. <laughs> diba? Ayon natin pag-uusapan yan eh. Kamatayan, lalo na pag Pinoy, generally, Pinoy culture. We don't want to talk about death in our family. Tama ba? But this particular moment, Isaiah said, mamatay ka, umuwi ka na sa bahay mo, ayusin mo yung bahay mo, dahil hindi ka mag- makaka-recover. Wow! Ang bigat po niyan. Isang malungkot na balita. Tama ba? In verse 2, then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. So, in some way, we are like Hezekiah. Kapag naiipit na tayo doon sa sitwasyon na meron tayo, ano yung response natin? Lumuluhod tayo, Lord, di ko na kaya to. Baguhin mo naman yung sitwasyon na meron ako ngayon. Hindi ko na kaya, Panginoon, yung mga pinagdadaanan ko. The same way with Hezekiah. Wala siyang ma- mapuntahan, kundi really to pray to God. 
Ito po yung panalangin niya in verse 3. Now, O Lord, please remember how I have walked before you in faithfulness and with the whole heart and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Okay, in verse 4, and before Isaiah had gone out, so nagpe-pray siya, si, si Hezekiah, si Isaiah po ay palabas na. So siguro half na ng, ng, ng hallway, kinausap siya ng Panginoong Diyos. Ang sabi, okay, sabi po doon in verse 4, tapos sabi ni Lord, turn back, bumalik ka, at sabi mo to kay Hezekiah, na leader ng, ating mga, ng aking mga tao, ng aking mga anak, Ano sabi? Thus says the Lord that the God of David, your father, I have heard your prayer. So, sinagot ng Panginoong Diyos yung kanyang panalangin. Ilan po sa inyo ang gusto maka-experience na instant answered prayer sa buhay ninyo? Wow! Sige po, taas lang. Ako rin. Lord, <laughs> di ba nagpe-pray kayo minsan? Lord, sana may pambayad na ako ng tuition fee ng anak ko. Bukas! And then God answered your prayer. Pambayad mo raw, sabi ni Lord. Naks. Hindi mo kilala. Answered your prayer. I just want to go back there. It sabi doon, turn back. Sabi ni Lord, turn back and go to Hezekiah. Actually, some, most of the times po, no, ang bilis natin manalangin sa Panginoon pag meron tayong pangangailangan. Yes, He will answer our prayers according to His time and His will. But when God asks us to do something, uh, sinasabi na, Lord, teka lang, mahirap yan. Uh, delay lang lang konti, Lord. Baka bukas na, pwede yan. So pagdating yung bukas, Lord, baka sa isang araw o sa isang linggo na lang, Lord. But when you ask God, God is always ready to answer your prayers according to His will and time. Pero tayo, Pag may papagawa si Lord, hirap na hirap tayo. Okay? Let me continue. Again, he turned back. Si Isaiah. Sabi dito, Behold, I will heal you. Wow. Another miracle. Okay? Another miracle from the Lord. On the third day, you shall go up to the house of the Lord in verse 6. And I will add 15 years to your life. Kung ikaw tinaningan na ng isang taon at sinabi sa ni Lord, sige, dadagdagan pa kita ng 15 years. Of course, dapat maging grateful tayo. Tama ba? That's a miracle already. 15 years he added in the life of Hezekiah. Isang miracle na po yun. And hindi puro nagtapos yung kanyang uh, sentiment. I will deliver you, sabi po ng Panginoon, I will deliver you and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria. And I will defend this city for my own sake and for my servant, David's sake. Hezekiah became terribly sick. And yet, God gave him a chance to change his heart. I want to go back to the word prayer. Okay? Nanalangin si Hezekiah. Yes, prayer works. Let me tell you my story. This is my kid. My first daughter, Danae. Anyway, nagkasakit po yung anak ko. Okay? 
And this time, sabi ko, Lord, na, pag nakakita ka, lalo sa mga nanay, pag nakikita mo yung mga anak mo, di ba, na may sakit, parang, Lord, ako na lang. Hindi, huwag naman. Ayoko din nun. Ayoko rin magkasakit. Okay? Pero pag nakikita ka ng mga anak mo na may sakit, parang sobrang nakakaawa. I'm sure, nakakarelate po kayo doon. And I was praying to God, Lord, please heal my daughter. Please, one week in the hospital, she had a pneumonia. Hindi po biro-biro yun. Mapabata man o matanda. Kahul pa lang, eh, yung ubo pa lang, parang mas masahol pa sa tahol ng aso. Ang hirap. But I was praying to God, Lord, please give, give back the health of my daughter. Because every day, di namin nakikita yung pagiging active niya, yan lang yung nakikita namin. Always lying down. Diba? But I thank God, yes, prayer works. Okay? Yes, one week, been praying to God, and God put back the health of my kid. Sa hospital pa rin po yan, pero seeing those smiles, sabi ko, Lord, thank you. She's back. And hindi lang po yan. Of course, I was praying, Lord, I'm sure you will also provide for us during that time. And God answered that prayer as well. Sabi ko, Lord, ikaw talaga. Ikaw talaga may control ng buhay namin. Years after, eto na naman. My third daughter. She was, uh, what, a day old. Kailangan ho siyang maiwan sa hospital. For five days then, Right? Same. And seeing that kind of baby, lit pa, may swero na. Sabi ko, Lord, ba't gano'n? sakit niyan. Iba nga dito, matanda na, takot pa rin sa swero, di ba? Etong bata kaya, walang kaalam-alam. Ang lalaki nung tinutusok. Sabi ko, Lord, please heal my baby. Prayer works. And God gave me a healthy baby. Look at that, di ba? Kamukhang kamukha ng mami. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. No matter situation are you in right now, always talk to God first. Hindi siya yung uh, last, ano ko na to, nasa listahan ko. Wala na akong puntahan eh, si Lord na lang eh. Hindi, dapat from the start, you need to see God. And again, I thank you, Lord, for we can communicate to God all the time. We can say, Lord, I need this. Not just needing, not just asking for the needs, but even we are teaching our kids to be grateful in everything that they receive. Hindi lang uh, pag may problema. And sometimes, tayo po nakakalimot. Pag may success na, bye-bye, Lord. Pero pag problema, uh, hello, Lord, again. Nagiging ganun po tayo. Again, he added 15 years to in the life of Hezekiah. 15 years. I'm sure kung kayo po ay, sinabi ko nga kanina, kung kayo po ay bibigyan ng ganon, one year, oh Brad, one year ka na lang. Anong gagawin mo? Ah, bucket list na to. Pupunta ka ng Paris, snacks. ba? Punta ka New York, Cubao. Bungee jumping, skydiving, lahat na gagawin mo. But for me, if you're gonna ask me, I'm gonna spend time with my family. Still, 
sharing the word of God to my kids and telling the good things about the Lord Jesus Christ. In 2 Chronicles chapter 32, verse 24 to 25, para maintindihan natin, saan pumasok yung, yung, yung pride ni Hezekiah. In those days, Hezekiah became sick and was at the point of death. Okay, he prayed, and then God answered him and gave him a sign. Again, I would like to emphasize again the word prayer. Prayer works. We need to pray for our nation. We need to continue to pray for our nation, not just for tomorrow, every day. Dahil ito po yung kapangyarihan ng Panginoon Diyos. When we pray to God, God will also move in our families, in our workplace, in this nation. Let me continue. And he answered him and gave him a sign because Hezekiah asked for a sign. Babalikan po natin yan sa 2 Kings. But let me continue. Verse 25, But Hezekiah did not make return according to the benefit done to him. Yes, God answered his prayer, pero in return, ano pong ginawa niya? Okay, anong meron na siya sa puso niya? For his heart was proud. Therefore, wrath came upon him and Judah and Jerusalem. In other translation, God was angry kay Hezekiah. So going back to the Second Kings chapter 20, verse 8, Hezekiah, again, what shall be the sign? He asked Isaiah, sabi niya, bigyan mo naman ako ng sign. By the way, alam niyo po ba kung sakit niya? In verse 7, check niyo po. Okay, nakakamatayan. Boil. Pigsa sa Tagalog. Hindi ko alam kung gaano kalaking pigsa ho ang tumubo sa kanya, pero at saka kung saan. Pero masakit ho yun. Diba? Tubuan ka nga lang, di ka makaupo, ba? I'm sure, during that time, ikakamatay niya yun. It's funny, but during that time po, hindi, ano, uh, wala talagang gamot. Kaya ngayon, mayaman na yung nag-invento ng koyo eh. Alam nyo, yun, yung green? Anyway, let me go. In verse 9, and Isaiah said, This shall be the sign to you from the Lord, that the Lord will do the thing that He has promised. In short, di ba binigyan ka lang ng 15 years? Tapos, nagda-doubt ka pa, paano, ba ako, paano ko malalaman kung si Lord nga itong magpapagaling sa akin? E nilagyan, tinapalan mo lang yung pigsa ko. Give me a sign. Parang inanala lang, Lord, give me a sign. Sino ba talaga? Siya na ba? Actually, tinignan mo, wala. Sin zone lang. <laughs> Nagana ba, Lord, sino ba pangasawa ko? Sin zone lang. Hindi mo naman pinansin. Again, si Ezekiah po, asking for a sign, still doubting the power of God. And sometimes we are like that, Lord, totoo ba, you will provide? Lapit na eh. Lord, totoo ba pagagalingin mo ako? Lord, totoo ba babaguhin mo yung sitwasyon ko? Bigyan mo naman akong sign. But again, God heard this prayer. Ito na naman. He answered this prayer. Uh, verse 9. Ito po yung gagawin ng Panginoon. Shall the shadow go forward 10 steps? So, and go, or go back 10 steps. So in verse 10, sabi ni Isaiah, mas madali kung ipoprolong mo yung araw. Okay? We're talking about the, the time here. Mas madaling pahabain yung araw kaysa pabalikin yung araw. 
This is another miracle. Inatrust po ng, ni Lord yung araw para kay Sikaya. It is easy for the shadow to lend in steps rather let the shadow go back ten steps. And Isaiah the prophet called the Lord and he brought the shadow back ten steps. Mas pinahirapan niya si Lord. Lord, balik mo na lang. Kumbaga, balik mo sa alas dose. Kung kanina, alas tres ng hapon, balik mo. Mas madali kasing mag-forward eh. Again, this is another miracle. Okay? You know what? The bad thing is, was he didn't use his second chance. Maximizing his time. He didn't use that. Instead of doing the things, preparing his family, still looking at himself, being so proud sa buhay niya, sa puso niya, nandun pa rin. And we don't want that in our life. If we have too much pride in our heart, God has no room inside you. Walang glulugaran ng Panginoon. We need God in this life. We need Jesus. Can you tell this to the person beside you? Kapatid, kailangan mo si Jesus. Yung pride mo, sabi mo, yung pride mo, lutuin natin mamaya, kainin na natin. Panghanda yan, okay? Mother's Day. Again, Psalm 10 verse 4, In his pride, the wicked does not seek him. In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. Another thing that we can find in the life of Hezekiah, in leadership of Hezekiah, self-centeredness, missing the opportunity to make God famous. Continue po natin storya. Hindi pa rin nagtapos. Sabi 2 Kings verse 12, At that time, okay, si Merodach, son of Baladan, king of Babylon, sent envoys with letters and a present to Hezekiah for he heard that Hezekiah had been sick. Verse uh, 13, And Hezekiah welcomed them, and he showed them all his treasures, or treasure house, the silver, the gold, the spices, the precious oil, his armory, his bank account. Kung anong laman, magkano, okay? That was found in his storehouse. There was nothing in his house or in all his realm that Hezekiah did not show them. So dumating yung Babylon, yung purpose ng Babylon, bakit sila pumunta roon, it's not, not to show concern. But to what? Ask King Hezekiah na maging alay sila. Okay? Maging kakampi na lang sila, tapos labanan natin Assyria. Sounds familiar, di ba? Usap tayo. Ako mag adjust sa oras ko. Sounds familiar eh. Parang nagkataon to eh. Hindi po, pag-aralan yung mabuti. The letter that he had paid the Babylonian was really to ally with King Hezekiah. But again, the back of their minds in Babylonians, meron silang tinatagong agenda. Hindi po talaga to show concerns. Again, iba. Sige, tingnan natin. Exciting to eh. 
Actually, in verse 14 yan, Then Isaiah, the prophet, came to King Isaiah, said to him, What did this man say? Ano bang sinabi ng mga to? And saan sila galing? At sinagot, sila ni Hezekiah, sinagot siya ni Hezekiah, Ah, taga dyan lang yan. Babilawan niya. Actually, marami siyang hindi sinagot na tanong. Pero isa lang yung sinagot niya. Dyan lang yan. Again, verse 15, he said, Sabi ni Isaiah, Anong pinakita mo? Ah, uh, yung mga ka... Ano ko? Ah, uh, properties ko. Okay, pinakita ko yung tangke. Okay, yung missile. Okay, yung lahat na. Ginto. Pati nga bank account, sabi ko nga. Nilabas na niya. Pinakita niya lahat. Wala. Siguro maski bubuit, pinakita niya sa bahay niya. In, para maintindihan po natin, 2 Chronicles 32, verse 31. But when envoys were sent by the rulers of Babylon to ask him about the miraculous signs, yun po talaga yung tinatanong ng Babylonia. Yes, nagpadala sila ng prutas, ng gift, pero ito yung tanong nila, anong sign yung nakita mo? How come you're so prosperous, ang lakas ng, ng kingdom mo, yung kaharian mo, what's the sign? And Hezekiah answered them, hindi dahil sa Panginoon, kundi para sa sarili niya. Because self-centered guy. And, and because of that time, God left him to test him and to know everything that was in his heart. But sometimes, or maybe most of the time, tinitest tayo ng Panginoong Diyos when we face a compromised situation. Teka lang, gagawin ko ba to? Wala naman nakatingin eh. Wala naman nakakaalam. Ako lang. But again, God is watching you and checking what's in your heart, just like Hezekiah. So Hezekiah failed to give, what? Glory to God because of his self-centeredness. Hezekiah had a great opportunity to testify sa Babylonia na etong mga ari-arian ko, kayamanan ko, galing to sa Panginoon. Yung sakit ko na nawala, eh, ang Diyos ang nagpagaling sa akin. He missed the opportunity to brag about God. And by doing that, he demonstrated that his trust in the Lord had deteriorated. Nawala na. And he now trusted in his military and economic strength. Diyan po yung pinakasad state of heart ni King Hezekiah. All he cares about his own personal comfort and success. When we are consumed by success, it blinds us to the future. Kaya kailangan po maging maingat tayo. Yes, maybe you are successful now, but without God in your life, that's not success. Without God in the picture and not acknowledging God, Lord, ikaw nagbigay nito eh. It's not a success. Again, God had given Hezekiah success in his lifetime, yet he was too self-centered to think about the future. Let me go to the third. Short-sightedness. He missed the opportunity to prepare the next generation. Second Kings 20 verse 16. Tuloy pa natin. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Hear the word of the Lord. Behold, the days are coming when all that is in your house, sabi niya, mawawala yan. 
Lahat ng kayamanan na galing pa sa tatay mo hanggang sa iyo, mawawala yan at mapupunta yan sa Babylonia. Hindi lang yon pati mga anak mo. Kaya mapupunta sa kanila at mawawala. Wow! Pero anong respond ni Hezekiah? Verse 19, Then Hezekiah said to Isaiah, The word of the Lord that you have spoken is good. Yes, tama yan, okay yan. Okay? For he thought, why not if there will be peace and security in my days? In short po, uh, okay, so iksabihin, hindi yan mangyayari sa akin. Sa panahon ko, kung ako yung tatay, teka lang, mag-iisip ako. Teka lang, mangyayari to sa mga anak ko. And tomorrow, you're gonna vote. Right? Yung mangyayari po sa at bukas, eh hindi po para sa inyo. Para ito sa kinabukasan ng ating mga anak. That's why we are exercising our rights. So that the future of our kids is greater. Short-sightedness comes in. Ang hirap po nito. I was a youth pastor for about seven years. I started at about, meron kaming 20 young people. Sabi ko, Lord, ang hirap nito. Two years na. Sabi ko, Lord, tigil na lang namin. I'll suggest wala na ang youth service. And then God spoke to me and corrected me. Oh, if, if there's 10 or 20 young students, be faithful to these young students. I was faithful, reaching out to the campuses. Lord, wala pa rin. And then eventually, of course, years after, became 100, 150. And to the time na I need to transition the youth to another pastor, and I told to this pastor, sabi, boy, ikaw na yan. It's all yours. It's your time. And then, nag-exit po ako. And then, somebody asked me on the social media, and then, sabi niya, sabi niya sa akin, how come nung ikaw, ang pastor, eh, hindi lumalago. Pero nung pinasa mo, mas dumami pa. Kung ako po ay short-sighted, pwede ko siyang sagutin ng pagiging self-centered ko. Sabihin ko, hindi, yun, yun yung kaya ko. Mas magaling pa ako sa'yo. Hindi po. I told and I answered this particular young student, sabi ko, no, it's not about me. It's about the next generation after me. I didn't do that for my glory. I did my part for God's glory. And I'm sure if you plant a seed in the hearts of the people, God will make it grow. Hello? It's not about the things that I did. It's about God's glory in the lives of young students. You know what? I thank God because in church natin, it's really valuing, putting value in the lives of our young people. That's why we always go to the campuses. Why? Because we are not short-sighted. We think the next generation after us. Just like David. When David transitioned na po niya, for David said, First Chronicles, Solomon, my son, is young and inexperienced. So siya yung papalit sa akin, sabi ni David, pero before ako umalis, bago ako mamatay, I will prepare the things for him. Kapatid, if you're a parent, or your mom and dad, how do you prepare your children? How do you prepare the next generation in your family? Or wala lang. Bayan mo sila. 
Yes, it's hard to be parents. But it's hard to see our kids doing nothing and being wicked in the eyes of God. That's dangerous. That's scary. If we don't do our part as a Christian, as parents, Hezekiah should prepare the next generation to succeed just like David. Hezekiah missed the opportunity to give God the glory and he missed the opportunity to prepare the next generation. Pero he didn't. Because he was thinking about himself, too much pride, and nothing about the future generation. You know what? The decisions that we make today affect the future of our next generation. That's why it, this is very important. Every decision that we will make tomorrow, hindi po para sa atin yun. Para yun sa mga susunod na generasyon ng ating pamilya. Small things, bigger things. We need to think and ask God, Lord, we trust you. We will put our trust in you alone. Give us wisdom in every decision that we will make. If you will ask me, Pastor, sige define mo yung success. I want to define that now. Success is seeing the fruits of your successor. Seeing my kids growing up, it's already fulfilling sa amin. Why? Because as they grow up, we'll continue to put Jesus and share Jesus in their lives every day. And that's our role. Our, in our family, with our friends, and other people as well. Again, the reason Ezekiah failed to prepare the next generation was because he was too focused on himself, not seeing the future generation. Maybe your parents, maybe you're familiar with this line. Pagdating sa pamilya, sabi ng asawa ng babae, turo mo na may anak mo ng mga tama. Tapos sabi ng asawang lalaki, Ikaw na, ikaw naman ang maghapon dito sa bahay, wala naman ako. Nakakalungkot lang po, no? Because parenting is really about teamwork. We need to do something about this. Kung mahal po natin ang ating bayan, kailangan mahalin natin ang ating pamilya. Kung mahal natin ang ating pamilya, mas kailangan nating mahal natin si Lord. Tama po ba? so that we can be a good steward, we can be a good citizen because we love God and we want to obey God in this life. Can we all pray right now? Lord, we thank you for your word. Thank you, God, for your wisdom. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings. And thank you, God, also for the trials. Help us, Lord God, to be humble every day Yes, we may experience success in this life, Lord, but we want to acknowledge you that you are the one who gave this talent. You are the one who gave us the ability to produce wealth. You are the one who gave us this strength. You are the one who gave us uh, this wisdom. Lord, wala kami pwedeng ipagmalaki. Kahit sinasabi namin, Panginoon, bagong presidente, Merong pagbabago. Pero Lord, I'm, I am 100% sure ang tunay na pagbabago ay manggagaling sa'yo. Gamitin mo ang bawat isa sa amin. Lord, we thank you because 
just, I just want to repent as well. Sometimes, Lord, there are things in our lives, Lord God, na may pinapagawa ka, pero we keep on delaying it. But again, Lord, we ask for boldness and courage to do your will every day for the next generation. Help us to lead our family. Help us to serve our families well. Help us to serve this country, this nation. Help us, Lord God, to give you glory every day. I want to pray for the parents right now. So I pray, God, for the parents na nandito po ngayon. Mommy and Daddy, pray, God, that they will rise up as well. That they will lead their families according to your will and purpose. That they will teach the, their kids, Lord God, your word. To love you more than anything else. I pray also for the young people. I pray, God, that they will love you more. That they will show respect to their parents. Appreciate them. And even the things that they saw doon sa kanilang magulang, Lord, yung mga magagandang bagay, I pray, God, that they will pass it on even to the, the next generation. I thank you, God. Can we all stand up right now? You know what? I thank God because He is the best example for us. Yung natin, being proud, self-centered, short-sighted, sightedness. Jesus didn't show that because He was humbly humble who came here on earth to be a servant. He never think about Himself because He was thinking about you and me. He was thinking about you and me for the future of our lives. That's why He died for you and me. Again, think again. Let's thank God. Can we all raise our hands to God? Lord, we thank you for your word. Thank you, Jesus. Because you're the only king na dumating na merong pagpapakumbaba. Never mo inisip yung sarili mo. In fact, kami nga dapat ang mag, magbayad ng kasalanan namin. Pero you took it from us. You took it from us so that we can see our future with you. Lord, we thank you. I pray, God, that you will bless your people. To, Lord, give them wisdom tomorrow. Lord, open their eyes. I pray, God, that um, they will continue to follow the biblical standard as they vote tomorrow. I pray, God, that, Lord, they will think about the future generation of their family as they write those names I pray, Lord, that again, wisdom and wisdom, even grace. I pray, Lord, bless your people, Lord God, these coming days and weeks. Bless their families. I speak promotion in their work, in their businesses, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to one of our podcasts. We hope it blesses and inspires you to honor God and make disciples. For more messages like these, or to access other resources, please visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app for free on the iTunes Store or Google Play.
If you would like to share a story of God's faithfulness in your life, please visit victory.org.ph slash mystory.